just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. As you know, we create content after long work weeks and in-between study sessions. Your support for the show keeps our fire lit. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you've listened to a couple episodes and haven't already left us a rating or review, be sure to do that, please. Now, if you want to be super awesome, check out the link we have below to our Patreon page and you can buy us a cup of coffee. All of the proceeds help support the creation of this kind of content and resources. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Code Blue and Bull. This is Cordero. And Monica. Today, Monica is driving the boat again. and Dang, why the shade like that? I'm sorry that I have creativity flowing through my brain. Well, what, are, what is our topic today? Since yeah, yeah. You're the creative one. He said, again. Okay, you know. Dang. Anyways... So what I really want to talk about um, today is, is it all kind of flows together, but basically, you know, with COVID numbers increasing, unfortunately, and um, just people speaking, and when I say people, I'm talking about more like healthcare providers, but specifically targeted to nurses, um, thinking that they're this grand person that people are that people should be so grateful that we're like taking care of them i don't know if i'm really explaining that the right way but basically what i'm trying to say is that even when covid had first started and more importantly when the vaccine came out and a lot of people were refusing the vaccine because it was so new which everyone has the right to refuse anything that they want to refuse um, regardless of your beliefs, let's take it back to basics. And I just saw this trend. I'm going to call it a trend because I feel like somebody started it and everyone just decided to hop on the boat. And a lot of people truly feel like, like this about this situation. And that situation I'm talking about is as soon as the vaccine came out and people were just, you know, voicing their opinions and their concerns, um, a lot of nurses went to social media and started posting and people know when they're nurses saying oh yeah we're gonna see i guess we'll have a a bed in the icu waiting waiting for you or um that's so selfish for you not to get vaccinated or okay you'll have a you'll have a a ventilator waiting for you or or just saying things of that nature just because of your own personal choice and and in your decision and your right as a human that you don't want to get vaccinated or whatever the case may be and and not only just on that topic but just like the prejudice it's oh prejudice is the right word to use but the, the the prejudiced way that some healthcare providers go about treating you know hiv positive patients patients that are homeless patients that have addiction and and you know, in an acute healthcare setting, acting like we're a rehab facility. That's just something that really, all those, that whole umbrella of, of topics I kind of just threw out there is something that really bothers me and something that at first I was just kind of seeing it. And then I was like, wow, there is actually a pattern. And 
And we wonder why some Americans, and not even Americans, but why some people just are so scared to, A, believe in the healthcare system, and B, trust it. Okay. Well, let's back up some. Right. So, you know, I like to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. And I think that what happened it, over last year is that nurses were so burnt out. Mm-hmm. They had so many patients. And this vaccine is like this holy grail. And it's like, just get the vaccine and, you know, all this would be over. And I think that's what nurses the majority of nurses are thinking you know that this is they just don't want to be worked as hard so now anybody that doesn't get the vaccine what the heck bro you know what i mean like there's a chance for things to get better and you aren't doing your part and i think that's their frustration and not justifying the way that people talk about it like i think that it's you know totally inappropriate to talk about there's a ventilator waiting for you and oh, well, we'll see you in the ICU. Like, that is toxic. And if I saw a nurse or a healthcare provider doing that, I wouldn't want to go to there. I wouldn't want them taking care of me because that's just a messed up attitude. Well, I even saw things like, oh, we'll, we'll be seeing who's going to be taking care of you. Like, what? What makes it okay to even talk like that? Or even just go out of your way on your social media platform, which is a huge thing right now that's getting a lot of, you know, like, fire about about things and and people thinking that they can, you know, voice their opinions, which you can, but it's like, there's boundaries, you know? The real life people that actually go to the hospital listen to this, listen to this and follow you, and and you really need to be careful with what you're saying. And it wasn't just like one nurse or two nurses. It was like a, it was a trend when, the, like you said, when the vaccine first had came out, um, people were just like, you know, calling people selfish and saying, how dare you after everything that we've been through. And I get it how you're saying you like to play devil's advocate. And trust me, I was just as tired. But, you know, let's back up a little bit. And I am one of these people that say, you know, we kind of did sign up for this. Sure, did did we expect a whole pandemic to occur? Like smack dab, you know, just like that out of nowhere? No. Has it happened in the past? Absolutely. But are we really, like, heroes, you know? That's like saying... A firefighter's a hero for putting a fire out. That's, but people do call firefighter heroes. I know that's okay. Let's let's not use that as an example. Then. But I, know, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like that's part of the job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that that's that is what we do. We are here. We know what our role is as healthcare providers, as nurses, knowing that we you know we face things like tuberculosis, we face things like cancer and HIV and all these other patients that we take care of, and. Like, that's the job. This is the job, you guys. And when you, when we all get pissed off about saying, oh, this is what you signed up for. Okay, yeah, is it a little insensitive sometimes? Absolutely. But they have a point, you know? Maybe they just didn't sprinkle it and sugarcoat it. But this is what we signed up for. You are in the healthcare field, at bedside, in an acute care setting. What do you expect? Do you think it's going to be just glitter and gold all the time and you're just going to have a, a, a simple day? No, we're going to be faced with challenges and, and learn how to adapt and things that make us resilient and things that are just going to make us a stronger, you know, bedside nurse or whatever you're, you're fit for in your future endeavors. But I just don't think it's appropriate to 
I don't know, kind You're of on a high horse. Type yeah, of like legitimately create this god complex for yourself because you've been taking care of people and during this pand- pandemic straight on without knowing what to do. You know, without with changes from CDC every day, that does not give you the right to be this judgmental person that you know just kind of takes that like empathetic like kind you know the fundamentals of what a nurse is and it's being taken away you know i don't think that this is anything new and this is part of the reason why i wanted to start the podcast so we can say hey this is this is what real life nursing is and this is what we really go through because i think for the most part a lot of people don't know what nurses do. Mm-mm. Like, you know, this. so we're just kind of just giving you guys game on what really goes on on the bedside. But on top of that, people think that nurses are just these great people. And sure, there are some good people that are nurses, just like there's good people in finance. There's good people that are doctors. There's good people that are engineers. But there's a very toxic culture underlying nursing that a lot of people don't see where... People will talk about patients, talk bad about patients all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's just these certain toxic people at work that they're just negative Nancy's. They always have something negative to say. And that's just a side that patients don't see all the time. You know what I mean? They may experience it, you know, for their one or two days with this nurse. But whenever you're going into work and you're around that nurse that always is just negative Nancy. It's like, just gosh. Just, just shut up. <laughs> Just and, and and on on the sorry, but on the vaccine topic as well, especially with these new variants coming out, I've been noticing. So for us, like being able to have different treatment modalities, I'll keep it at that. Um, I just hear a lot of healthcare providers and nurses saying, "Oh, well, are they vaccinated? Who gives a shit if they're vaccinated or not? That is not our business." It's literally not going to change li- our course of treatment. Right it's now. not going to change the course of treatment. So why? Already, a what that tells me is you are going into, you're you're already going into it, not as fully as invested as you should be. No matter what you say, subconsciously, like oh, you, they deserve this. In a way, a, yeah. yeah. Subconsciously, you have this thought and idea. Well, what did they expect? Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, no. You know, and I had a really good conversation with one of my car, uh, one of my coworkers today, who's who's a charge nurse, and he made some excellent points. You know, this is a disease that's hitting us on very, very straightforward, very early on. Um, you have no comorbidities, um, whatever the case may be. What I'm trying to say is basically, you know, you pick up a pack of cigarettes, you become an addict and you start smoking for the rest of your life. Or you may just be socially smoking or whatever the case may be, drinking, eating fast food. And you come into, you know, the ICU and you need a, a fresh heart transplant, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to say, oh, well, they shouldn't have been smoking. You knew what no, smoking was going to get them. Y'all really need to. Everyone that's tuning in right now, I don't care how many times you're rolling your eyes, change your attitude. Change your attitude. Subconsciously, you are not providing the best possible care that you can for this patient because already you're being a judgmental individual, and I'm sick and tired of it. And this goes for patients that are HIV positive. I'm mm-hmm. t- this, this goes for meth addicts. This goes for... Any kind of drug abuse, you don't see the same thing when little Miss Sue, who's 80 years old, who's just had the crappiest diet, hypertension, didn't take her, her medication, needs needs a fresh heart or has a dissection. You don't say, you don't go in there with the same attitude. How come? Be, 
You you didn't they they may live a terrible life, but you do not say you do not go into the situation. Oh well, they shouldn't have been doing this, and that's what y'all are doing about this dang on vaccine. Everyone has the right to make their own choices about their body and whatever they want to do. And, and who cares? Who cares? This should not change. And, and for those of you tuning in, oh, well, they should be getting the vaccine because A statistics, B statistics, blah, blah, blah. Cool. That's out there. That's fine. People can still make the, their own, you know, decision about the care that they want to receive. But that should not dictate how we go about the care that we provide for these patients. And it's pissing me off. Yeah, especially the the drug addiction or the HIV, because I don't know about you, but I've experienced in report, like whenever a nurse tells you that, it's like, oh, and, you know, multiple... They're HIV. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, and they do, you know, heroin. <laughs> heroin was positive and meth was positive. Oh, yeah, they got it all. And it's just like, dude, hey, just give me the objective Honestly, when I hear Reality, that, I do not like the undertone. It just makes me really cringe. It's kind of like whenever, and I'm just to say white people because I don't ever be hearing any other race say this, but whenever white people are like, yeah, he's black. <laughs> I'm sorry, why are, I had a friend that used to do that all the time and I was like, why are you whispering? I was like, you know how offensive you sound right now? And it's just like, why are you, why is, why does that even matter? Why, why does that even matter? Sure, it may matter for the you know medications or whatever the case we're going to be doing, but why are you saying it like it's just like the gossip of the town, you know? I think that's what's, that is something that's difficult to separate as healthcare providers because we are, we deal with a lot of science and hard facts and a lot of math, which are hard facts, but at the end of the day, we're still human beings and we still have our reality and we have the way that we judge situations and people so to separate the two is not an easy thing to do. You know, sometimes you really have to take yourself out of the situation and say, hey, I'm here to provide care, period. And that's that's it. I'm, I'm not here to be judging people. I'm not here to be talking about people's family life. I'm not here to be worried about anything that these people are, are doing socially outside of this hospital. Absolutely. I, I agree with you a hundred and billion percent. And it's, it's just, it's so frustrating because it's not just nurses doing this. It's, it's, it's the providers, it's the nurse practitioners. And, you know, it's funny because when you first start out, you're just confusing. You're trying to just agree with everything. And then you start to really grow within your, your field. And as a person, you're like, wait, why? This is, this is messed up. Why does this even matter? And I encourage everyone that's listening Let's change this. Imagine you being in the hospital, right? Let's say you got some nasty virus, you know, or whatever, whatever. Let's say you have something that's very private. And imagine, if you do this, imagine nurses stepping out and they're talking smack about you. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like you could trust the people that are dictating your care for that day or that week or that surgery? And that's why people don't trust the health. There's people that just don't trust the healthcare system at all, and I don't blame them now. And and it took me a while to really understand that. Whenever I was first in nursing school, like wow, that's stupid. And then here I am at bedside working very closely with other healthcare providers and other you know people in the field. And I'm like, oh wait, no, like I definitely understand why you don't want to go to the doctor. I understand why you don't want to do X Y Z. And it's just it's messed up, you guys. It's really really messed up. You know, that's why I think it's really important, too, that we have what the uh, 
American Nursing Association is pushing, which is the um, cultural competence care, you know, across different backgrounds, especially when it comes to the African-American community. Because, um, you know, somebody can come in positive with something like an opioid in their system, but that doesn't automatically make them a drug abuser. You know what I mean? But I feel like a lot of people kind of judge. I've seen personally people judge the African-American African-American community come in and there's, oh, they just want some drugs and, oh, I'm not going to give them that, this much fentanyl because they're, they're in drug abuse. This is the, they're critically ill right now, bro. They're critically ill. Like, you shouldn't even really be even worried about that whole shit, you know, unless that's the initial reason that they came in, like an overdose or something like that. Um, Absolutely. And, and on that topic, you know, especially for you, that kind of hits a special place in your heart. You know, that's something that you're very passionate about. And I totally agree with you. I mean, there's been so many patients where they're just like, oh, they're asking for pain medication on the hour of the hour. Okay, then give it to them. Uh, Why are you telling are me? There, is their respiratory <laughs> status stable? Are, are they getting hypotensive? You're giving the appropriate dose, right? Okay, then what's the problem? Anytime nurses tell me that on report, I'm like, okay. And moving on. Last time I checked, my role in a CVICU and your role in a, as an ICU nurse is not to... Uh, treat a drug addiction okay they came in here for xyz and we are going to treat xyz now if this addiction interferes with xyz then that's whenever we may change the course of things but it is not our job because they're quote-unquote drug seeking in y'all's opinion you know that that doesn't that don't make you captain save a hoe like that does not make you no like take care of the patient take care of them they are here for a reason they're on the icu they are in critical care they're, I mean, they're in a critical condition. Do what you're supposed to do. Stop trying to just, like, cure everything. You know, that's not our role. We are not a mental health facility. We are not a rehab facility. But you know what they say, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, man, I just, that is one thing that really just, there's a lot of things that takes me off, but it's like we are not a freaking rehab facility, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not trying to go through the whole, what's it called? The seawall. I'm not trying to go mm-hmm. through the through the withdrawal period. I have too many things to do in my job as it currently is. That's the last thing that I want to do. You you want your drugs? I'm going to give you what I can. And I will give it to you on the hour of the hour. I'll set my timer. Make sure you're safe and, and cognitively there and not decompensating on me. Get you at the ICU. And we're going to get you at the ICU. <laughs> and I'm going to take care of you and give you what you deserve. It is not my job to manage that and it's nobody's job to manage that y'all need to stop man y'all y'all really y'all really i don't even want me myself i do not ever want to be in a hospital like no let me especially tell you especially if it's like your co-workers too like imagine going to your hospital and then like heck no there's only probably i can name two people i don't want to on private and people are still going to talk it doesn't and people, even matter. Are st- people are still going to look you up too it doesn't even matter oh my goodness you know i could talk about this topic for forever i just we all need a reality check we've all done it before but we really gotta stop you guys we gotta be better especially during these times this covid stuff's gonna get worse we we really need to change our mentality 
and and that's you know that's across every specialty y'all need to stop with this judgmental crap at the end of the day yes we are humans we make mistakes but you need to you need to catch yourself and you need to hold your co-workers accountable yeah don't accept that stuff don't do not accept it don't entertain it Exactly. If anything, just keep your mouth quiet and, you know, if that's the very least you could do, just don't interact and talk about it. It's just like, oh, okay, or, yeah. But don't, oh, yeah, well, you know, did you see the numbers and just start to get that whole talking. Like, that's not productive at all. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, that's let actually, out all your fire? I did. Let, I, I did. I let out all my fire, and I just really hope that y'all are listening to this because it, this is important, and we we really just have to stop. We got to make a difference, you know? Just remember why you started this career. Whatever's making you bitter, get it out of your system or go find a new job. Go jog. No, literally, go find a new job. Do not be <laughs> providing patient health, you know, do not be providing direct patient care. If you're going to be going into it with a terrible mindset as it is, I don't care. Find a different job. Good day. I'm glad you said it. Somebody needed to. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Code Blue and Bull. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Send any questions or comments about ICU or nursing life in general to codeblueandbull at gmail.com. We just might feature your question in the next episode. We will continue making dope content by sharing the raw, unfiltered view of the life of nursing. You guys continue to learn, stay strong, resilient, and most importantly, take care of yourself. Until next time, peace.